metalhead. Nowadays, with how powerful consoles and PCs have gotten, developers have lots of freedom when it comes to their games. You can throw thousands of enemies on screen, create realistic graphics, kinda, keep a stable 60 plus FPS, or re-release Skyrim again. But with older consoles, it can be pretty apparent when a game is attempting to push a console's limits, such as the case with Metalhead for the Sega 32X. One of the few games for the Addon that takes advantage of its bitmapping capabilities, Metalhead stands out from the other games with its visuals, taking place in fully textured cities. Visuals aside, what does this have to offer as a game? Is it any good? Or is it just an interesting technical showcase for the ill-fated 32-bit Addon? Eh, who knows? Taking place in the future, in a country, the military has made great progress on mechs, dubbed metal heads. But, the evil terrorists also have their own mechs, and they've taken over the capital. Now you, the guy with a mech, must save the day and stop the nameless terrorist group. Yeah, not much in terms of plot, but it's enough to give you a reason as to why you're fighting. Plot aside, this game controls a little clunky. If you're familiar with Resident Evil's tank controls, it's a lot like that, only you're actually in a mech so it makes more sense. The D-pad moves you forward slash back and rotates you, holding down. A. Allows you to strafe. B. Fires your current weapon. C. Lets you sprint, which may also slow down the game. While attacking and dodging enemies is good, trying to strafe dodge and sprint is uncomfortable. Holding down the A and C while tapping B just isn't great if you have a controller that can remap the buttons or something, do so. While attacking can be awkward, you do have a decent selection of weapons to choose from. Once all the missions in a stage are completed, you have the option to spend your points on new weapons and or upgrades that last for one full stage. Each weapon has a normal version and a more expensive upgraded version. Zero points to 600 points, the hammer knuckle is a melee weapon that requires you to get up close to the enemies to damage them. It's terrible. Zero points to 800 points, the chain gun is the default weapon given when starting the game, a pretty decent, fast-firing weapon. 1000 points to 1800 points, the laser is a slower but more powerful weapon than the chain gun, destroying most weaker enemies in one shot. 0 points to 600 points, the hammer knuckle again, still bad. 400 points to 1000 points, the Grenade Cannon is an auto-aiming missile with limited ammunition that refills every mission. 2000 points, a missile launcher that is expensive, but takes out pretty much any group of enemies in your way, I never actually used it, too expensive. 800 points, a mine that floats around and does mine things when an enemy approaches. 800 points, extra armor for more defense. 800 points, extra speed for more speed. Like most 32x games and the 32x in general, there isn't much to talk about in terms of the game's development. 
Sega probably isn't in a rush to remember this so it's unfortunate, but I don't believe we'll know too much about that anytime soon, or ever. One thing we can talk about, however, is all the game's stages. Stage 1 Mission 1 starts you out with the basic objective of eliminating all the enemies in the area. A pretty good introduction to the game, it starts you out with the level 1 chain gun and grenade cannon, and the enemies are pretty simple to dodge. They're all marked on the map and hard to miss. Mission 2 is more of the same, with the objective being to finish off the enemy while they're down. This level has some stationary vehicles that must be taken out to progress and more terrorists in vehicles rather than mechs. Moving to one side of the map will bring up a message saying that bombers will take out the remaining forces in that part of the map, and planes will start spawning and dropping bombs in a straight line. They will mostly miss, however, so it's still a good idea for you to take them out. The final mission requires you to take out a boss. Somewhere in the level, the troops leader is riding in a tank with some smaller enemies around him. It's not too difficult, just strafe and use the grenade cannon and he'll go down. All in all, not a bad boss and not a bad first stage. Stage 2 Mission 1 takes you to a different part of the city, where the enemy's base is located. You must find the entrance, a photograph will automatically be taken, and then return to a helicopter. There are still plenty of enemies to watch out for, but it's nice to see a different objective than just killing all enemies. The next mission starts with you being informed that photo analysis of the base's door has concluded that the door is metal. Now, of course, a futuristic war mech with homing missiles and lasers could never break down a wall, so that helicopter from before will need to be guided to that door to fire some missiles at it. To my knowledge, the helicopter can't be destroyed so you just need to survive until you get back to the door. The last mission is the first indoor area and it has you go inside the enemy's base to destroy a generator. The hallways and rooms are filled with enemies that respawn while you enter, but they will not target you while you walk through doors, which plays an animation as you do. Once the generator is destroyed, you will have to rush to escape before the timer runs out. No boss fight, but a pretty interesting conclusion. Stage 3 starts you downtown at night attempting to surprise attack the terrorists. Unfortunately, you only have so long until nightfall until you're forced to use night vision which makes everything green. Other than that, you just have to take out all the enemies in the level, it's a pretty interesting level visually with its nighttime setting. The next mission starts with the night vision view, and the terrorists are attempting a counter-attack. Similar to mission 3 of stage 1, the goal is to find some mech with three legs and kill it. It's not too difficult to destroy, the difficulty is trying to navigate this level when everything has a green filter put over it. This is also the final mission of stage 3, a lot shorter than the other two. Stage 4 starts you in a ruined part of the city with laser turrets that can do a lot of damage if ignored. A secret path through the town has been discovered, but it's unfortunately blocked by a trailer full of explosives. Once you find the trailer and blow it up, the level ends. Pretty easy. The next mission involves stopping a freight full of supplies from reaching the enemy. Once you reach the other end of the level, you'll find some train tracks where the freight will spawn once enough time has passed. Enemies will infinitely spawn until it arrives so just farm them for points till then. Once it does arrive, you only have one attempt to take it out till it reaches the other end of the tracks.
just spam attacks and it'll die eventually. Again, only two missions for this stage. Mission 1 of Stage 5 is an interesting one. A piece of a newly developed mech is being escorted to the rest of it, and you're told to stop it before it can be completed. However, you can't actually stop it from arriving, but you can kill the enemies that travel with it. Once the mech inevitably gets there, it starts moving fast and you have to chase it down. It's also not too difficult to defeat so I don't know why it was considered so dangerous. After that, the next mission is another indoor one. Apparently, more mechs are being developed in secret, and you have to clear a path for others to be able to get in because apparently there are other metalheads on your side? What have they done this whole time? All that's required is getting to the end of the level before you die, and that's very possible with the number of enemies in these rooms. The last level of the stage is a boss fight against the leader of the Black Death, whoever that is. This is the first fight that actually feels like a boss fight. The leader will strafe and move behind pillars to dodge, the grenade cannon is a big help for this fight. It actually feels like they put effort into a boss for once, wow. Finally, at the final stage, you and your troops, who exist I guess, have made it to the heavily guarded capital. Before you can actually enter it though, you have to take out their advanced defense system. There are a few targets to take out and that's about it for the level. You can also find some terrorists hanging around parked vehicles and if you destroy them, they will run away into a building. Kinda neat. Once the defenses have been taken out, you can enter the Capitol building and save the president who has now been kidnapped. Walking forward into the first room, you get hit by enemy turrets and can't do anything about it. Neat. You just have to reach the end and that's it. At long last, you come face to face with the man responsible for all this, the man who took man innocent lives, the man who kidnapped the president, the enemy leader. The final boss takes place in a room full of rising pillars and a drone that is annoying to attack without the grenade cannon. After it's taken out, phase 2 begins. The next mech floats down from the ceiling and starts to fire at you with a chain gun while keeping its distance. It will also spawn smaller drones to its aid that are easy to take out. Not too difficult, but a pretty solid finally. Once you destroy it, it's announced that the president is saved and the credits roll. All in all, Metalhead is a decent, albeit clunky and repetitive, mech shooter for the 32X. It had some great ideas, visuals and the different level objectives did help keep it fresh, but it definitely feels outdated. There's also little replay value given once you beat it, there isn't much else to do other than try the weapons you didn't use before. It also tries to leave room for a sequel, but it didn't get one, a fate shared by other 32x exclusives, besides Tempo, but that's a story for another time. Regardless, the level of detail put into the game is admirable. The 32x was doomed to fail and everyone knew that yet the team behind this game clearly still put a lot of effort into making the game both impressive and fun to play. Unfortunately, it's unlikely that effort will be acknowledged by Sega, as they'd probably rather keep the 32X buried in the past. That's all I got to say, what do you think, have you played Metalhead? Was there anything I missed? Why are you still here? Have you commented yet? If not, then comment why.